The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Ewan for Breakfast podcast. And let's start with a bang. We are leading into the Lunar Chinese New Year and celebrations are about to get underway. A friend of mine from Bendigo joins me on the line to have a chat about why Chinese New Year is so important. And of course, the connection between the Limestone Coast and the goldfields of Victoria. Doug Lagoon, great to be able to talk to you. It really is going to be a fantastic weekend in Bendigo, and you guys have got a lot to celebrate. We are. It's uh, In fact, being the Year of the Dragon, we some people would know, we have a new dragon here in Bendigo, which made its debut in 2019, and uh, our Imperial Dragon, our, who parades at East now, is known as Dai Gum Long, big, big golden dragon. But... Uh, Long succeeded Sunlong, who was uh, restored around that same time just for use on special occasions. And this year being the Year of the Dragon, we thought, well, it's a special occasion. Let's bring out our old favourite over three or four generations, uh, Sunlong. So that will happen on the streets of Bendigo or this Saturday evening. So that'll be part of the celebrations over three hours and be plenty of opportunity along the street, along um, Bridge Street and what is now known as Easter Fairway for people to view uh, this uh, parade of Sun Lung. So it should, should be a fantastic evening. Doug, on top of seeing Sun Lung back out in public again, there's going to be a whole lot of, of other things take place as part of the festival celebrations. The festival, of course, Lunar Year runs for actually 15 days. But certainly on Saturday night, we'll have our Bendigo Chinese Association Lion Team. We also have our compatriot neighbours in Bendigo, the Hong Hong Kung Fu Club, who will be doing a couple of sets of different types of martial arts. That should be fantastic. We've also got the Karen cultural social support foundation who, who are having a dance and interestingly enough this year we have our traditional uh, general and princess who uh, sort of lead us i guess in the procession in uh, at easter time they're actually going to be introduced at lunar new year this year uh, they'll walk the parade route uh, as, along with some other m- members in costume so there's lots to see and do um, plenty of food to eat lots of entertainment it's going to be lovely uh, summer's evening, you know, it's probably going to be mid-20s, so it's going to be perfect for, to come out and enjoy the celebrations. And there's one you know, inextricable link between the Limestone Coast and Bendigo, as you may well know, but back in the 1850s during the gold rush, Chinese uh, were forced to, essentially by the amount of taxes put on them by the Victorian Act, to sail to Gooshin Bay uh, at Robe and walk across you know, some 450, 500 kilometres to the goldfields of Bendigo, Barilarat, Ararat, and even up further into the northeast. So there's a great link between the Limestone Coast and and the goldfields of uh, Victoria. Now, if Bendigo is a bit too far to celebrate the Year of the Dragon, uh, but you still want to get away, this weekend you can trip across the border to Tirandara, one of the best country shows going around. It's on this weekend and knows all the details of what's going on. G'day, Anne. Good morning, Ewan. We are very, very excited for the show this week. Looks like it's going to be perfect weather again. Not too hot, not too cold, no rain. And we have a lineup of entertainment galore. Uh, we have the Science of Toys show. We also have the Liquid Nitrogen show. We've got the Animal Nursery. We've got Wicked Wildlife. We've got Face Painters. We've got the Show Jumping Horses. We've got Show Cars. We've got Sheep. We've got Cows. What else have we got? Cookery. We have the lot. Now, when are the gates opening for the Tirandara show this weekend? Gates open. We have gates open for entries earlier on, as the as the majority of people know. But the main event starts start happening at about nine nine thirty in the morning. And it is going to be a full day of entertainment, isn't it, Anne? 
absolutely full day of entertainment. There's also the pet competition, so people can bring their pets and we'll judge them. So that's free. That happens at around about 10.30 in the Village Green. We've got uh, scarecrow competition. So if you've designed a scarecrow or want to do that, put that up and we'll bring that along and show that. And what's the best bit of the show for you? Ah, look, I just love the kids and the entertainment, but I also love the local uh, producers just with their animals and their wool and all that sort of stuff showcasing that. It's amazing. Once again, we live in a a beautiful region of the world. Our producers do incredible jobs and, and you guys are showcasing all of it. We love to showcase it all. We've got honey classes this year for those that are beekeepers, seeming that's increased in popularity. So bring along some honey and get it judged. From events over the border to Narracourt, all roads will lead to Narracourt this weekend. The Taste Festival is back, and that is only one of the events taking place this weekend in Narracourt. Monique has... Monique has all the details of what is going on. G'day, Monique. Good morning, Ewan. Hey, Monique. This weekend, Narracourt is going to be the place to be. You guys have got a fantastic festival going on. Yes, we do. Uh, the weather gods are looking perfect for us, actually, for Saturday. So it should be a awesome day. What time's it all going to kick off and what are we going to be able to do? So it kicks off at 12, gates open. Um, you can pre-buy a ticket at Humanitics at the moment or you can buy them at the gate. And when you get there, you will be immersed in local food and uh, wine, gin and beer from all around the Limestone Coast. Sounds like it's going to be a great day and I love the idea of gin too. <laughs> Absolutely. We have to cater for everyone's taste, so we've got that covered. Now, what's uh, what's the best bit of the Taste Festival for you? Uh, the Taste Festival, me, I suppose um, I'm passionate about it because it's been going for uh, 22 years now, 23 years. So it's been a... You know, it's been a long-running event. Um, it's had a few years um, of a hiatus due to COVID, but I just love it because we can showcase the region all in one um, location um, for all the visitors that are coming to town for the weekend. Monique, this isn't the only stuff that's going on this weekend, though, in Narracourt. No, it's a big weekend. So there is a golf day on the Saturday morning prior to the Taste Festival. Uh, there's also the Narracourt Racing Club's Calcutta on the Saturday night. And the uh, weekend ends with the running of the Narracourt Cup out at the uh, the race course on Sunday. Monique, it is going to be the perfect opportunity. All roads are going to lead to Narracourt. It's going to be a great couple of days. Of course, the Taste Festival will be amazing. Thanks for dropping by and telling us about it. Thanks, Ewan. Now, to finish up the podcast this week, Shane A is back. We're talking movies on the big and small screen. The Force of Nature, The Dry 2, it's on at the cinemas right now. Shane, what can you tell me about it? Well, I can say it's been around for a while already. It had sneak previews of it on the Australia Day Long Weekend. But it's finally in cinemas, and it's top-quality Australian drama. Uh, Eric Banner, he returns. Uh, if you remember The Dry, he plays a grizzled detective in that. Well, he's back as the same character. Different story, though, of five ladies who go for a hike to a hiking sort of retreat in the mountains in Victoria, but only four return. Um, but the missing person isn't spoken about. So it's a bit of a mystery about what happened to her. And there's also an FBI informant involved, uh, which escalates over time. So yeah, it's a good good uh, thriller, mystery and great Australian cast. So I highly recommend Force of Nature, The Dry 2. Now, mate, there are a lot of people talking about poor things. It's in cinemas now. Tell me why people are talking. It is nominated for 11 Academy Awards. 
So there's something. Uh, it's in cinemas, but it's also a movie that will divide an audience. Uh, the first 15, 20 minutes is going to make you make or break you. Uh, Emma Stone, she's been nominated as Best Actress. It's an obscure comedy drama about someone who gets resurrected. Um, but the brain gets a brain gets transplanted into a woman's uh, body who's deceased and she comes back to life but she comes back as a different person now it is part comedy part drama part romance it's got a bit of everything but beware uh it doesn't hold back uh, i loved it but it's certainly not for everyone sounds like part horror to me yeah it's a little bit frankenstein actually uh it is a little bit frankenstein but not quite traditional frankenstein willem dafoe uh, is the mentor slash doctor in it, the scientist. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is in it too. He's been nominated for an Oscar as well. Um, look, I highly recommend it, Ewan, but definitely not for all tastes. Shane, The Sanctuary, it's on binge. Tell me all about it. It is an interesting film. Basically, it's only got two actors in it, and uh, male and female. Now, the female is played by Margaret Qualley, who is the daughter of uh, none other than Andy McDowell. Uh, she's a dominatrix, and her long-term client decides he wants a break, but she won't have any part of that because of the relationship they've formed. So it's a little bit like a play that's being filmed, but every moment of this builds tension and tension and tension. It's a really good acted drama. So Sanctuary on Binge, uh, it's a good, good film. Please watch it if you get a chance. Now, Jules is on stand. Tell me about that. Do you remember the movie Cocoon? I do. Back in the day. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. This is, <laughs> that's what this reminds me of. It's almost like senior citizens meeting aliens again. Uh, also, the movie Batteries Not Included, which a similar thing happened with Jessica Tandy from Driving Miss Daisy. She was in that and met some little aliens and they became friends. Well, Jules is a little bit similar. Ben Kingsley, who's just turned 80, actually, he was 80 last year. Uh, he stars as a gentleman who owns property in Pennsylvania in a small town, uh, UFO lands nearby and an alien pops out and he calls the alien Jules. They become friends and uh, changes the life of some of the older folk in town. Uh, it's a charming comedy, unusual, but highly recommended again. I really enjoyed it. It's on stand.